This is where great ideas about the financial world come together. Welcome to the Financial Forum Podcast with the president of Fortune Financial Group, Chris Galise. All right, Chris, uh, do you play chess at all? I, I know the rules of chess. Okay. Uh, I played it, God, when I was a kid, especially with, uh, I used to play against my, my brother Ross, and he's one of those uber-intelligent folks that, you know, is always thinking three steps ahead right. on the chessboard, right. and, you know, I, I could never beat him. I, gotcha. I'm not sure if I ever beat him. But, he's your uh, chess nemesis. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, back as a kid, like, it's right. been, you know, probably 40 years since we played, but, you know, what I you know, did play, you know, I would, you know, you would play against him and I enjoyed it, but I would, you know, I would never think more than what's my next move going to be. And I right. know with, with chess, you're always need to be thinking two, three, four steps ahead. Yeah. Well, it's, it can be a quite, quite the complicated game and there's a lot of stuff. And, and like a lot of what we do here on the program is we come up with, try to come up with hopefully interesting ways to have a conversation about some of these things that we talk about each week, because it can be sometimes we're kind of looking at it in the same lens. So it's nice to kind of maybe get a different perspective and, and look at it in ways and other things that we might enjoy. So chess is going to be the topic this week, kind of retirement chess, if you will, and how planning for a successful retirement can be a bit like a, a chess board uh, with some I, of the pieces. Yeah, we, we've done this in the past with other like puzzle pieces. I remember we've done it about uh, you know moving right. and yeah, you know, exactly. like you said, puzzle pieces. Just try to break down what for a lot of people is... Is a very complex topic, right? And put it into terms that uh, they may be uh, easier to right. relate to because it may be a hobby they enjoy, and it's like, ding, I get it, right? Right now, finally, the light went out. Yeah, uh, exactly. Light went on. Now I can understand. <laughs> right? It. Yeah. Let's not turn the light out. Let's turn the light on. <laughs> All right. So, if you're familiar, then I'm going to give you a couple of the pieces. We're just going to do the pieces today and kind of break these down a little bit. So, the pawn. Okay. So, the pawn. Typically, people view that as well. This is the expendable guy, and they really underestimate the importance of, of the pawn in, in how they're playing, but it can be a really useful tool, uh, you know, if you're, if you're getting comfortable with chess and what you can do with it. So let's talk about how, what might be that equivalent, that pawn equivalent, something that gets underestimated in the financial side. Okay. And probably this goes to my, how do I want to describe it? You know, my unsophistication when it comes to chess. Okay. And I, I would feel the same way. You know, pawns are are, are useless. You right. know, there's eight of them. And if they get captured, eh, yeah, what's right. the big deal? I right. got seven more of them. But like you said, they can be an important part of the chess game, especially if you're able to get it to the other side of the board. Right, and, you know, you, right. You get a piece back, right? Especially you get your queen if you back, had, yeah. Well, if you had lost your queen, right, you get your, your queen back then. So, you know, pawns, even though they don't get a lot of fanfare, uh, <laughs> they, they are an important part of the overall game. And what I like to compare a pawn to, you know, are those monthly contributions that you're adding to your, your retirement account. Okay. Just starting out, my you know my one son just graduated from college in May, and he just started his his first job here, and he's starting to contribute fifty dollars a month now to his uh, to his uh, retirement account. And I told him, hey, you're twenty two, so starting out at this age. Mm-hmm. You will not believe how those contributions will uh, will grow over the years. 
as you get raises, increase the amount of the contributions. And by the time you reach 40, 50, and then into your 60s, when you're ready to retire, um, those small contributions will have blossomed into, you know, a really, really healthy nest egg. So kind of, you know, pawns are just like that as well. They don't get a lot of credit. They kind of seem small and insignificant. And those small contributions the same way, but just keep doing it, be disciplined, and you'll be rewarded over the long haul. Yeah, you kind of can grow that pawn into a queen, kind of like growing those contributions into a big nest egg, right? That, that's a great comparison. Yeah. Right. Okay. So again, sometimes a financial tool or a financial concept we might take as uh, maybe just not being that important. So again, those monthly contributions can be quite important to the retirement accounts. That's kind of the chess pawn, if you will, in retirement chess. All right. Now the knight, if you, if you don't know a lot about chess, most people go, I like the horse. The, like horse. the horse, yeah. exactly. It's not the knight, it's, <laughs> it's the horse. It's the horse, right. Uh, so, um, But he's an interesting cat because, or she, whatever, because they can only move it's, in a very limited especially, way. Especially if the horse is with rattlesnakes, right? That's right. Horses are rattlesnakes. <laughs> See uh, the earlier point of the program. Good remembered. Yeah. But he moves weird, right? He, yeah, so he's kind of limited L, in a yeah. way. Yeah. So what do you think there? Do you got any kind of, can you tie something in? Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, the knight is unique because it's the only piece that can jump over other pieces that, right, that, right. that appear in its way. No other piece on the chessboard can do it. So that does give the knight a significant advantage. Now, the trade-off, though, is that with the knight, they can only move short distances <laughs> right. at a time. Right? He's they not covering do, a lot of ground, is he? Right. They only do, I think, one and then two, depending on what direction you're going. So it's kind of like the pawn where it's it's limited as opposed to pieces like the queen, the rook, the bishop, where they could move you know, yeah. across a, a chessboard as long as those spaces are open. Right, right. So how I would compare the knight, this would, you know, be your conservative investments in your retirement portfolio. This is the money that, sure, it doesn't have the potential for outstanding growth in a particular year, but that's not the job of your conservative investments. The job of your conservative investments is to be predictable and to be reliable and not to go down when we're having periods of volatility like we're going through right now. So I would, again, compare the night to your conservative investments where they're not going to make a lot, but they're also not going to hurt you. Yeah, you know, I would have thought when they were whoever designed this, the horse would have been the one that could shoot across the board quickly, right? Because it's a horse. <laughs> it's a race horse, exactly. <laughs> right. uh, but I guess they thought about the jumping ability in uh, in the L moves and gave it the ability to jump over other ones. But I think that's a great way of looking at it. So again, it, it's you know, it's a little more predictable, and, and that's some of those conservative invest investments that you want to have. Well, you're listening to the Financial Forum with Chris Galise. We're kind of comparing chess and retirement planning, uh, kind of looking at the chess pieces, and hopefully uh, for for chess fans out there kind of helps them break this down a little bit as to what some of these uh, retirement vehicles can or cannot do for us. 800-993-1526. All right, so we'll do two more. We could do the Rook and, and the Bishop. The Rook is the tower, right? That's why right, people castle, say it looks like the right? castle, no, no, right? No, 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 exactly. Yeah, so that one goes in a straight line. Uh, the Bishop is the pointy head guy. <laughs> That's what my wife calls <laughs> it, it. The pointy head diagonal, guy. Diagonal, right. Yeah, and he goes diagonally, right? So let's talk about the Queen. The Queen is the most powerful piece on the chessboard. Uh, she can do it all. She can do pretty much everything that all the other pieces can do. 
Right, right. And, and when you think about it, she is the most powerful piece, but most chess experts will tell you not to get too fixated on the queen. And that was probably one of my weaknesses, Mark, when I used to play chess, is that I would sacrifice everything to protect the queen and most of the time that would end up being yeah. my uh, you know my detriment. I would use her um, like a weapon too much. I would take her out to try to like knock everything over as fast as I could and then I'd lose <laughs> her, you know. Right, right. But they, they, they talk about check chest experts talk about the strategy of you know sacrificing your queen uh, in order to give yourself the biggest possible advantage overall. And Again, that's probably one of the reasons why I was never successful at chess is that I would never look at it that way. I would never look at the big picture. I would always just want to protect that queen no matter what. Mm -hmm, So in retirement planning, to me, the queen is your – that's your high-risk money. Yeah, and that's what I did. I risked her too much. Yeah. Right, right. So just as you shouldn't fall too deeply in love with your queen on the chessboard, it's also important that you don't get too fixated on the growth potential of your your high-risk money. Because what happens, sometimes people end up taking too much risk with that money, and they find out that they really can't afford to lose it. And yeah. before they know it, their queen is lost or their retirement <laughs> nest egg has gone down too much, and it's game over. Checkmate. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, so when we were hitting these all-time highs just a few weeks ago when we got into the 27 range for the first time on the Dow, uh, same kind of idea. You think some people out there are going, oh, let's risk a little more because, you know, we're getting all you know the returns are just higher and higher. Uh, and so, yeah, and then now we've had the slide the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, you could definitely do that risk thing. And then if that's the case, you've got to slowly inch the pawn, right, back to the other piece yeah. all the way across the board to maybe get the queen back. So and, I, and that seems to take forever and it does do seem that, to take forever so that's kind of rebounding after maybe a, a downturn right if you kind right. of want to look at it that way so cool see you came along nicely with me on this the chess thing's working well <laughs> maybe i'll go maybe i'll challenge my brother to another there you game go now. <laughs> i think a family duel is on the horizon <laughs> all right well the final piece the king okay so in the game of chess the goal is obviously simple you, you typically he's hiding in the corner <laughs> you're moving him side to side and you just got to protect the king or this whole thing is over it's good to be the king it's right? good well, to be well, the king to quote well, Mel Brooks. Who was that? That is uh, History of the World. Mel Brooks. Was History of the World? Okay, yeah. I know it was one of the Mel yep. Brooks ones, yep. and there was, yeah, that's constantly, constantly. He's in it. It's good to be the king. <laughs> So what's the king in retirement planning, in your opinion? Okay, because, you know, like we said, the the king, that's what the game is all about, is protecting your king. And if you lose your king, that's it. You're you're done playing. And in, uh, you know, in a 12-year-old Chris Scalise's life, that would probably, like, (laughs) sweep my arm across the chessboard and wipe all the the pieces out. Right, exactly. And and pout. But in, in retirement planning, the... You need to look at the king as your as your retirement income, because just like you have to protect the king at all costs, you have to protect your retirement income at all costs as well. Because if you wake up one day and the retirement income is gone, right? <laughs> it, again, it's game over. Yeah, checkmate. Right. Yeah. So, right, retirement income can be generated in a number of different ways. There's social security. There's pensions. Uh, there's guaranteed income annuities. There's rental income. There's all sorts of ways to have retirement income. And however your income is being generated, you want to make sure you have a plan to ensure that you're getting paid in a predictable 
in a reliable fashion. That's what income planning, that's what retirement planning is all about, is having the money you're going to need month in, month out, year in and year out, so you can always stay in the game. I hope this information we've covered on today's podcast is helpful. And if you have any questions about what we've discussed or want to explore the opportunity to create your own financial and retirement plan, I encourage you to reach out. And what we could do, we could schedule a time to talk and see if you'd be a good fit for our retirement readiness review. And what this review will do is it looks at what you have saved already for retirement. It looks at what your goals are and it compares what you have saved to see if it lines up to what those goals are. So in other words, is what you're doing right now the best way to accomplish your goals? So get your questions answered and get your retirement readiness review by calling 800-993-1526. Again, that's 800-993-1526. Thanks for listening to the Financial Forum Podcast. We'll talk to you on the next episode. You've been listening to the Financial Forum Podcast. Again, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to Chris Scalise, 800-993-1526. That's 800-993-1526. You can also get in touch online by going to fortune-financial.org. That's fortune-financial.org. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Just search for the Financial Forum Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM. AEWM and Fortune Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Fortune Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Fortune Financial Group is is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency.